the last I'm batch a of the year. Apparently, okay. Yay. I'm just really excited for the end of the year, also because I came with supplies. Oh, look at you! You're loaded for bear. Yeah. yeah. And you have, you have like a whole thing to yourself. I do. So you have to be extra I'm, cheerful to. I am set up. Fill it up. Because Gus was supposed to be here, but then he didn't. Yeah, they're doing no. some immersion stuff today. Well, Gavin's back. Yeah, interesting that it's over, but he's not back to the past. Well, they might not have known when they were going to Sure. Lazy Gus. This is, this is a horrible like, angle feels... to be wearing these. I'm just taking these off now because <laughs> look at where I walked, everyone. It's disgusting. I, I apparently Man, I walked. I love these being back This is how though. uninteresting my life is because I walked through nothing. Yeah. I walked through the halls of this building. Well, today you kind of like shit on your shoes, didn't you? You were like, mm, my stupid cameras. And I felt very personally offended. Who shit on my shoes? You did. No, I didn't. You were very like mad about your shoes. I didn't say anything about my shoes. The only thing I said about my shoes was that I can't slip them on or off like this. Oh, um, interesting. Something negative. Okay, well, just so we're all aware, you can get slip on Converse. Yeah. They look like, they look like Converse, just with no laces in them. They I, look like you're putting I laces them in your up. shoes, but they're slip-ons. I'm, they're I'm fantastic. One of, I'm mean to shoes. Like, I lace up shoes, and then I use them as slip-ons anyway. Yeah. So I always end up messing the, the back of them up, and they get all, like, broken, and the that's plastic what, stabs you in the heel. That's what Bernie does. He kicks into his shoes, and mm -hmm. so he just has that he breaks the heel constantly. Drives I can't me do, up Yeah, the I wall. can't deal with that. Can't have that in my life. I, th I think I'm ready to start like a race. Go! <laughs> I did it in middle school. I was a big fan of slip-ons, and I would kick into my shoes, and... Then, I don't know, like, the girl jeans must have kicked in, mm. and I went, no, shoes matter. Before we get too far away from it, welcome to The Patch, brought to you by Audible and Laser Team, whose graphics will appear at some point, because I waited too long, and so they gave up hey, on me. And Laser so Team and Audible, there they go. <laughs> and our care of shoes. We got so taking, we went right into shoes. Right. And, and we come right hard off of vomit, so. Well, this yeah, is, we this we is basically right another broadcast. <laughs> That's true. So the patch, we didn't, you know, it's not, it's the end of the year. There's like nothing happening. Well, that's no, not true. true. That is what? not what? true. Wow. You we must have missed a lot. News? Okay, let's talk about a couple of things that happened. Yes. First of all, there was Steam on Christmas Day. You're uh, aware of that. Come on. It just gave out some free information. 34. It was like a thousand people's information so <sighs> what did you really learn about them though uh what? you learned their email address probably their phone number if they had it associated to their account the last four digits of their payment option a lot ryan yeah, so it all it, honestly it all depends on what page people saw it could be anywhere from the from two digits on your credit card to your full phone number your mailing address your username that's on like the like on one of the purchase pages if they went into it if they got an account page it shows all kinds of different information so the things that were protected are your credit card number that's so, a good thing that's a good thing okay. i have to give yeah. them a little bit of credit whenever i keep getting yeah. debit cards credit. reissued from my bank because oh. of Breaches yep. at Home Depot or Target or all that kind of shit. So it's nice that we don't have to deal with that. Instead, you just have to deal with someone on the internet you don't know who potentially having all your information. You know what was kind of fun about this one, though, was... Uh, usually what was fun about fun. it, Ryan? Yeah, yeah, okay, fun. look, I'm looking for a silver lining, okay? okay? Right. I'm going I'm yeah, to okay. pick a little gem of not so bad. Do it. All right. <clears throat> so... Uh, it isn't that good, to be honest. I'm going. Now you've hyped it. I, I hyped it okay, too much. now you let it down. Look, it could have just slid it in, but you guys had yeah, to really. Well. Come in. All right. Anyway, so it's one of the first times I've ever seen <clears throat> the internet successfully call what happened. Like they were like, "Oh yeah, this probably just had like a caching issue," and that's what the official word. And so either someone at Valve was like, "Fuck, we need something to cover this." Uh, yeah, what the guy on the internet said, or that was actually what it was. 
Well, I, I do think the thing to really note here and the thing that I think will linger when people think back on this is that Valve has always had this reputation of we come out, we tell you, we shoot straight with everyone, we really want to be, we're for the people, by the people. Shoot from and the hip. Exactly. With our wheelie desks. Exactly. Shoot from the hip doesn't sound like ultra sec secure, though. It's not. No, but, but it sounds like a straight talker, yeah, like you know? Yeah, like we're not going to beat around the bush. They might, they might kill you, but they're going to, they might kill you, but they're going to face you doing it. That's right. And this time, they had four days to admit anything had happened well, until the outrage had gotten so unbearable. They finally were like, "Fuck it, you're right." Well, so they they said on Christmas Day, like a few hours later, they issued a statement to media, but this was only to media. Like it wasn't posted to their website or anything. You had to go to a third party to get this statement, which is kind of weird to me. But they they said that it was a caching issue. They said it lasted less than an hour, uh, and that was it. That was really all they said. They were like, and we fixed it. They, like, there was no apology. There was no, you know, <clears throat> saying exactly what was affected. Nothing like that. It was very vague. It was just saying, yeah, something happened. Some other people saw your information potentially. Oh, uh, but that's fixed now. Yeah. And, and, uh, they, but they took the entire service down. Yes, they did. They took, they took the Steam store down, which for Christmas Day with Steam store in the middle of the Steam sale and with all the people trying to redeem their Steam gift cards for Christmas or whatever, like it's a very big day for Valve. I wonder who, I mean, so you don't think normally these things would happen in a vacuum. Like someone changed a variable, they checked in some code. Yeah. Who's so, working that day to mess it up? Right. Somebody there was who doesn't something, work there anymore. Something <laughs> happened for sure. Like someone changed a thing. They said in the statement that they issued, they finally today finally said, yes, here's what happened, what everyone thought happened already. Uh, 34,000 accounts were compromised. They're going to try and find out which ones those were and then let them know, but they don't know exactly yet. They have to work with uh, uh, their caching service or whatever. And uh, um, But they said it, they were hit with a DDoS attack on Christmas morning. So they made some changes to configuration, um, and it... Like something resulted uh. in those pages erroneously being cached and then served out to the wrong people and so on and so forth. Because I guess they, they must adjust the caching issues when they get hit with DDoS attacks to try and ease the load on the servers. Yeah. Which that makes, sense. makes a lot yeah. of sense. Unless it's a customized page, which, hmm. um, you know, like your account information. Yeah. So when they came up on on Christmas, basically they said like, "Hey, we fixed it. Everything's running just fine. It was a result of a configuration change earlier today. It was a caching issue. It lasted for less than an hour." Which also, by the way, turned out not to be true. Right. This issue has since been resolved. Yeah. Link. We believe no unauthorized actions were allowed on any accounts beyond the viewing of cached page information. No additional action is required by users. Now, as far as I understand, that part, the unauthorized action, is correct. Um, you know, it was, you, they, you could see pages, but if you tried to do anything with those pages, change the information, whatever, then you get, like, a, you're not logged in or you're not authorized because it's just displaying the wrong thing. It's not actually logging anyone in as the wrong user. But that's also not the point. The point is you're not supposed to release personal information of your customer base and then not fucking say anything. <laughs> the interesting thing is, during in their statement today, they said, if you did not browse a Steam store page with your personal information, such as your account page or a checkout page, in this time frame, that information could not have been shown to another user. Which is correct. So, so it had like to be if you were displayed in, in like, order to be cached. So like if you were not looking at your own crap, you're good. 
Yeah. So if you didn't browse a store page during one of the biggest sales of the year, uh-huh. you're fine. Or no, no, shout or, out to having <coughs> shitty internet and brill. <laughs> <laughs> or um, you know, yeah, like if you didn't try and buy anything. Yeah. I didn't actually try and buy anything. Yeah. Honestly, I'm safe. I I didn't either, but I also heard about that basically by the time I was up and about and would care in the first place and went, yeah, I can stay off Steam for a while. What I'll, I'll I don't know, talk to my family, open some presents, <laughs> make some awesome breakfast casserole, which by the way, oh, I rocked. Breakfast casserole oh, it was amazing. amazing. It was like eggs and ham and bacon and cheese. Wait, you had ham and bacon? Oh, yeah. You doubled up on pig? Oh, yeah. I'm not fucking around. All right. Double this, pig. This was a bitchin' br- Christmas breakfast casserole. Yeah. I'm very proud awesome. of myself. I'm not much of a of a cook, so when I knock something like that out, oh, you're going to hear about it. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I was literally, like, in the middle. Somebody went to the bathroom in the middle of an articulate, a round of articulate, and then I was, like, on Twitter, like, Ooh, somebody in trouble. All right, what is it? Indian Ocean? Okay, here we go. Yep, that was it. That was pretty much my reaction. I'm like, oh, damn, I wish I was there doing the news story. Oh, articulate, here we go. Someone will cover it. Yeah, mm, I have faith. Well, you know. So that did of happen, Of all the Ryan. things that could happen over Christmas, though, that was not... Oh, no, that's pretty bad. That sucked. Also, uh, I was looking around. I was like, where's Lizard Squad and all this? Did they... So, first of all... I mean, they're not are they Lizard remained? Squad anymore. Yeah. Are they Phantom yeah. Squad now? Or yeah. is this just another group of attention-hungry kitties? I thought Lizard I... Squad sold all their shit. I like, believe it. Did they sell it's all their shit, or did they just finally all get arrested? Mm. No, no, no. Well, that's the problem with them. No, they didn't all been, get arrested. There was, like, one dude who got arrested. No, there have been a couple rounds. There was someone in Canada. There were some people in the U.K., um, a couple of other people in Europe, I think. Um, this, so there have been a couple of rounds, like, throughout the year of various Lizard Squad people probably getting arrested but no idea if they ever actually like stayed in jail or if their parents just finally took away their computers all right here we go you are asking for so much trouble what this beanbag can does not condone (laughs) any of her making fun of lizard squad all right lizard squad has seven members at a black hat hacking group mainly known for their ddos attacks on september 3rd 2014 lizard squad seemingly announced that it had disbanded only to return later on, claiming responsibility for a variety of attacks on prominent websites. The organization at one point participated in the Darkode hacking forums and shared hosting with them. They actually, as far as I understand, were they were renting out their DDoS. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Is, it doesn't really matter yeah. if Lizard yeah. Squad exists like if you or could. not. It's as long as the keys. Somebody has the keys to the botnet. That's the source of those DDoS. Yeah, so I don't know if this Phantom Squad or whatever is the same people. I'm going to assume that they're they not. They use, like, the same imagery, of, though. They do, but most of their attacks this year were ineffectual. So, <laughs> again, I, this beanbag no, does not no, condone no. anything no. that yeah. beanbag is saying. That is, look, there's look, a border She's here. calling you a giant failure. <laughs> just saying, her. prove it. Look, we're saying yeah. we respect you and yeah. fear you. I'm just, <laughs> here's what I'm saying is last year, the, the you know, Xbox Live, PSN, Origin, Steam, they were all down for like a week during Christmas, right? Remember, how they were down for days and days to the point where Kim.com came to the rescue and bribed <laughs> them to please stop. This year, there were outages. I know Origin went out. Obviously, there was a DDoS attack of some kind. Apparently, someone told me it was in, it originated in China uh, for, the against EA Steam. The um, was Phantom Squad. Yep. Um, to be fair, and Origin was... probably just isn't used to any traffic at all. So. <laughs> and Someone loved it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, there were also minor outages for PSN and Xbox Live, but nothing on the scale of last year. So that makes me think that this is probably a different group. Hmm. Or 
everyone's just getting a lot better about DDoS stuff. Well, if it wasn't, I mean, Steam didn't go down either, so it probably wasn't on the same scale. As well, they did go down, down, but Valve took it down. They took it down because they, they messed it, it up. Yeah, right, yeah. but they messed it up in response to the DDoS attack. <laughs> so um, success, but not the way they went. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Who knows? Maybe Phantom Squad considers the resulting screw up with the with all the caching as their own some kind of weird personal victory. Apparently the Phantom Squad Twitter is arguing with a lot of other Twitters and very they're very like, you leave those servers alone or else we will attack. So Lizardlands Oh, there's, there's like a hack off going on. I uh, Lizard Squad is at Lizardlands. They use the same um they use the same picture from the old Lizard Squad but dressed up as a Christmas version of himself. Okay, so wait, are, so are Lizard Squad and Phantom Squad fighting? It seems like, yeah, like they've been tweeting back at one another. Great. Like, if they can take each other out, I'd be... Well, it depends on what get, what's get to caught in the middle. The, the mental image I have of this is always... Do you remember the, movie, the beginning of the movie Hackers? Yes. Where he, yeah. Dade Murphy's fighting Who with, does not remember yeah. the beginning Excuse of me. the movie Hackers? The they're best both fighting for control over the TV station. The best part of that movie, because yeah. I just watched it uh, maybe like three weeks ago, besides Angelina Jolie's boobs, are the very end when they're like doing their super like six person yeah. hack. The Gibson is finding us too fast. And the best is the guy who's like, who's like the other hacker they're against. Yeah. He's like, sir, rabbit virus, give it a flu shot. That's one of the lines <laughs> in the movie. Give it a flu shot. Inoculate it. Yeah. And then he's like, oh no, it's a top hat. Shut it down. Like, he's got like these terrible. Like, yeah, they're pretty bad. Uh, they have to make it understandable to the general population. Give it a flu then. shot. Come on. That's, you know, code flu shot. Hit it with a. <laughs> Yeah, I'm no, sure, there's no defense. Yeah, I'm sure there's a grime out there. I was like, oh, I need to get a flu oh, shot. Oh, I got it now. Computer. Oh, is that what it is? Oh, it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, someone on Twitter just told us, well, they told us eight minutes ago. We forgot to even say who we are. We usually do that. I'm, uh, go for it. Who I'm are you? So, I'm so sorry. I'm Ashley. Meg. Ryan. Team same voice with us. And the empty yeah, chair yeah. Of, of where Gus should have been if and he wasn't the, lazy. the spirit of Gus, who's apparently very light. Yeah. Very. I just, any patch, Meg, Ashley, Ryan, Gus... Possibly Jeremy. That's yeah. it. There you go. Yep. Filled in every patch for you now. If I could find more people, I would. You don't. Well, <laughs> well fuck you too. <laughs> I'm, I mean, not to say you guys aren't great. If I could find I, someone else to share this beanbag, sure, I would. They can sit where I'm sitting. You, you know, better help I don't vomit on you now. Look, I'm gonna. your eyes are going to pop out of your head <laughs> if you vomit again, okay? Keep it in there. Uh, no, it's okay. There was a little excitement over Christmas, but that wasn't too bad. Well, right. there, there was also... So in addition more? to the Valve thing. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, I want to clear something up with about the whole Valve thing. Okay. Would you define a company even accidentally releasing your personal information to the online public, basically posting it out there, would you define that as doxing? Doxing? Yes. Well, I don't know because to me, doxing is posting of personal information. Yes. But... I feel like doxing has a connotation of maliciousness, like not an inadvertent doxing. Could be. I guess you so could it's use like the slander. Inadvert you have to have intent to cause harm. See, I feel like it's the posting of your personal information, regardless. Yeah, like it's it could true. be. A, oops. It could be an inadvertent dox. I guess yeah, I would use the word dox, but like that's how dox. I would describe yeah, it. It's still no, doxing, it's, right? I still get. I, I mean, I guess. The verb form of doxing makes me nervous, or gives me like the catch there for it being like uh, intent or also to me doxing is addresses and phone numbers not necessarily like 
two digits of your card information. Right, but since they did release addresses and phone numbers. It's true. It's true. I don't God, know. I you guess know, it would. Is that people were mad about the word doxing in there or what? Yeah. Yeah, like, the, people feel like there has to be a malicious intent. I really don't think so. I feel like if, like, the doxing can be, you can be a malicious dox. In fact, that's typically what it is. But anytime that information is released, it is absolutely, it, it falls in that same category. I guess that's true. Accidental once, or not, don't once, fucking do it. I once had a friend who it's a bad thing. played my voice. He was trying to prank call me and I didn't answer. He was doing, like, a live stream. I said a live stream, all weird. Um, <laughs> but he called me to try and plank call me and I didn't answer, but my voicemail is one of those that says oh, no, my says number. number. And I guess I would call what he did doxing me. I would. Yeah. Honestly. It's not, not necessarily intentional, not necessarily yeah, malicious. He didn't mean But that. what happened, like, as a result of the non-intentional, non-malicious action is that, People have that your information. information got out. Yeah, that's true, I guess. This is, it's kind of interesting, too, because this is one of the first times that I can remember where the entity that released the information was the original entity in this case like normally it's somebody steals that information and then releases it to the world yeah, in this right. case it was just like here you go have it our bad whoops yeah i think i'm a little bit i'm happy that valve has finally put out a statement that they've actually apologized they can't take the information and put it back in <laughs> you can't you can't scrub that stuff off the internet now it's just not a thing you can do so the most you can do is apologize and then Make sure it doesn't happen again. So step one, we've got apology. That's great. It was kind of like, it's like you know, it's like I could take more apology from the apology, but yeah. I understand the valve can only bend so much. They, you know, have that. They're not great communicators. Look, the apology Wait. team is all over time working on Half Life Three. Is okay? step two free stuff? Which part of that? Is I would free appreciate. Stuff? Well, I would appreciate step two being free stuff. I would yeah. appreciate that mostly because they've done it before. They've yeah. given out. They've given out. You know, free games and whatnot, and that's great. I would also take an extension of the Steam winter sale mm. uh, because I always welcome- Sorry we gave out your shit for buying stuff. Buy more stuff! <laughs> Did you buy anything on the sale? Have you? Not Christmas Day. Yeah, well, yeah. okay, but, but since yeah, then. But yeah, absolutely, I bought, um, well, how could I not buy Aviary Attorney? Oh, one, right. Right? Yeah. Um, I did pick up Hat Off a Boyfriend Holiday Star. Yes. I'm why, having a birthday. Why do you hate yourself? I, that's all I have to ask. It's not myself I hate, Ryan. I'm searching for love in a feathery world. <laughs> a uh, wild, feathery world. No. And also they're pigeons, so probably a trash can or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, some of the pigeons are very smart, okay? And they all have wonderful personalities, yes. except for the ones that are adorably grouchy. Mm. I just it's think like it's also part of their personality. It's yeah, horrible. I just think it's hilarious. And um, I also rats. picked up, um, I picked up Underrail. Let me see what else I bought. Underrail. Underrail. So um, I mentioned it very briefly last week. I think it's um, it's kind of a, a callback to Fallout One and Two. It's uh, an isometric right. like RPG RTS type game, and um, loving that so far. I've discovered. Is that water? Or are you just slamming a martini? That was water. She got she got a fancy glass to keep me company because <laughs> I, I brought my like festive. Yeah, she brought beers. festive beers, but then there was no water cups in the fridge, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'll look like an alcoholic." <laughs> yeah, whereas I've been getting festive. This is just this is my favorite Christmas. I'm not drunk. I just don't beer. have any depth. Uh oh, shit, you guys. Well, it's too late now. Yeah, it's too late. To nah. be fair, Ryan, we'll it's, just, it's my responsibility, I feel, because I'm in We'll just seat. go until this ends. For once, I was hands off. Yeah. Look, Gus can't, Gus can't stop us. We're doing off topic over here? Okay. <laughs> right. 
We'll just, someone just needs to tell us that we need to wrap up early, and then we'll go an extra half yeah. hour. There you go. That's Michael style. Um, yeah, Under what rail. else did I pick up? I picked up, oh yeah, Underrail. So it's, um, it's a lot of fun. I'm discovering something about myself as a gamer, and that is that you ever find you have like really specific preferences about games? Like I've decided that I like, when it comes to sci-fi, I really enjoy um, space sci-fi, like stuff that's off in space, other worlds and other planets and that sort of stuff. If it's um, on Earth sci-fi, like post-apocalyptic whatever is usually what it tends to be, I tend to be less into it. What about like Like, Deus Ex? Like XCOM? XCOM. Deus Ex? Ooh, great idea. Uh, Fallout. I enjoy it, but I don't enjoy it to nearly the level that I enjoy Skyrim, for example. GTA, not my cup of tea. Red Dead Redemption, give me that shit. I'll ride that horse all fucking day. Not sci-fi, though. So, yeah, okay. Yeah, so I don't tend to play on-Earth sci-fi, which is kind of weird because there's a lot of that. Mm. I'm trying to think of another example of that. but So uh, Detroit won't be your... Won't be your style. The uh... is it? Does it take place in Detroit? Yes, it does. Well, what <laughs> it about does. like Black Ops, uh, the Division? Nope. Nothing? Nope. Oh, not interested oh. in the Division. Nope. Wow. I mean, I would what say about Rainbow nope, Six? But but like, bring on my Nina Cooney. Bring on Mass Effect Andromeda. Right. How about? Okay, so it's just the sci-fi thing, or so Black Ops One, not sci-fi. Mm. No, so you just don't like that genre. I don't. It's, well, I don't tend to play military stuff at yeah. this point yeah. because no one's paying me to be good at it, and I got paid to be good at it for so long that I became kind of mercenary, and now I'm playing. I'm like, you should try being paid to be bad at it. <laughs> You're like the hired sword that's like, yeah, fuck this. I'm not gonna practice fighting because I'm, I'm mercenary. <laughs> I'm mercenary at this point. Um, let's see, what else did I buy on the on the Steam sale, I, I bought... I have this thing every year with the Steam sale where I go and look at the package of all the Star Wars games put together and I think, man, 20 bucks, I, sh- I should buy this. And then I go and look at each individual game and, go- and think about how awful they look now. Like mm. Dark Forces, uh, any of the early... Oh, Dark Forces, Dark wow. Forces is so ugly. It's, it's basically like Doom oh. or Duke Nukem engine, I think. There we go, so I picked up Ark Survival Evolved because I've heard such good stuff about that. And um, I actually want to get Bernie into it. He's been playing um, Just Cause 3 because his oldest, uh, JD, is getting really into it and he's finished he's finished Fallout 4, so he's trying to figure out what to play next. So he's trying Just Cause 3, but he's not a fan of the controls. So I'm going to try and get him into Ark Survival Evolved because I've heard really great things about it and you get to ride dinosaurs. It takes a lot of work to ride in a dinosaur. There's a lot. You Ryan, start off with nothing. Stop crushing my dreams. Yeah. Hey, Ryan's in a real punchy the, mood. I'm today. not crushing anybody's dreams. The punchy dream. kick you. I'm saying you work for it. The cover art is you riding your fucking dinosaur. Yeah, well, they so really that oversell shit. that, okay? Really? Yeah, no, it's going to be. You start gathering beach. rocks. You start naked on a beach. I feel like I haven't seen Okay, okay well, by the way, I just like awkwardly popped into your one shot over <laughs> there while I was adjusting. Hey. Uh, <laughs> um, I also, I mean, as people who've played Minecraft, we can work with that. Yeah, you, you start, start off punching, punching fuck, you, you, you punch you trees. You do punch, well, so, you're going to be punching trees in Ark too. Okay, you, well, you that's, gotta, that's something that I think we can work with. I also bought the PC version of Ori in the Blind Forest, just because I want to support uh, it. Because um, I really like that game. Uh, I bought Dust, so I can catch up on uh, that, since I was not here for that particular well, game club. We feel, how much did you pay I for it? I liked it. Um, it was on sale for, uh-oh. Didn't they, one year uh, they gave you like bucks. a... 
Oh, it's three great. bucks. That's, That's a good yeah, price. It was, it was three bucks. I think it was like eighty percent off. I think I just heard too much hype for it. Honestly, I don't mm. want to rehash for, the game club, but I just heard. Yeah, I heard so much. Sorry, I've moved and I fucked up the shot. Um, yeah, I just heard so much. Like, oh, so good. And then I was like, sorry. It was suggested to us quite a bit for yeah. game club. I didn't feel like it was like the best, but also made by one dude. Incredible. Yeah. Hats off. And yes. then back on and then off again. Um, um, apparently, by the way, I, I would love to hear more about this. We should definitely keep talking about the team sale. Apparently, there was something called Finest Squad, which also took down Lizard Squad. You know what? I remember hearing about that. I thought that that was a splinter group off of Lizard Squad. Like We need, like, the thing I liked do about... we need a flowchart? Yeah, the thing I liked about being, uh, when I did leaderboard, was like, oh, who did what to this week, even though I didn't really know... That much about it, it was very exciting to hear all the gossip. And I feel like I need, like, a hacker leaderboard that I can watch to be like, who tweeted about who? I think that's called, that that show Drama Alert, I think is what you're looking for. Drama Alert? There's a show called Drama Alert on On YouTube. On YouTube, that shows, I'm not going to say things about (laughs) (laughs) Drama Alert. Meg Turney doesn't like Drama Alert. But that's the kind of thing that they cover. Wait, but not, like, hacker groups. Yeah, It's like YouTubers. No, they, they totally do. Oh, yeah. Um, any drama anywhere. I think they've had some of like Lizard Squad or Phantom Squad or whatever on that show before. Um, but uh, <clears throat> sorry, go ahead. What else did you buy in Steam sale? Um, those are the big ones. But I also picked up. There was Aviary Attorney. There was. I'm trying to like go through my purchase history. Um, also, anyone who might have gotten my pages on Christmas <laughs> Day might be able to tell you. Text me. Let me know. Um, I bought. See, I bought the Super 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 Turbo Championship Edition of Guacamelee, which, by the way, I've gone back and I've been hundred percenting. Yeah. What do you nice. think? I'll talk about that later. Well, no, I'll talk about it right now. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> so I've been hundred percenting it. I heard there's a different ending that you get if you get hundred percent. So, but that includes finding all of the collectibles, um, some of which are really, really difficult to get. Did any of you guys get to El Infierno? I don't mm-hmm. think so. so. That I'm was still Miria. playing that, but slowly, because I only get about half an hour a night before mm. I put my kid to bed. Yeah, that was um, something that when I was first playing through it, I didn't even know existed. I went through the whole game without having any fucking clue. What well, you mean the thing where you anything... do like superpower? No, El Infierno is um, it's an area where it's like you basically go to hell, and um, El Diablo has been turned into a chicken. So he's that purple chicken right. you keep seeing around, yes, right? Yes, yes, yes. And. Uh, Kalaka has turned him into a chicken, and so and so he's not there anymore. And all the people in hell are like, "Man, this sucks! Like, I don't even know what's going on. No one's torturing me. Like, what? I like, how do I? Don't even know how to deal with this." I'm and, supposed uh, to be getting whipped right now. Come right. on. And there's a uh, there's twenty. Why else did I murder those twelve orphans? No, sure. Okay. Well, you made it. It was sexy, and then you made it bad. Oh, you want to go that way? <laughs> well, I wouldn't say it was sexy. Could have been, but. <laughs> <laughs> You don't know about what El Diablo's got going on yeah. down there. Well, they also, are I, I just feel like in, somewhere... In, in hell, there are no safe words. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel like somewhere Muriel is just rolling around in the snow, being upset at how we're pronouncing all these words. <laughs> I think we're pretty like, close on most Ellen of them. Fierno, and she's like... El Infierno. Hey, I speak enough broken Spanish to say El Infierno. <laughs> okay. Or, or if you want, I can get like El Infierno. There you go. There you yeah. go. Yeah, you gotta so be Yeah, okay. I miss, I miss um, Muriel, so you gotta fill in. Uh, so there are, but there's like 20 different challenges that you can get. You know, there are platforming challenges or fighting challenges or whatever in this El Infierno place. Uh-huh. And that's where the challenges are. Okay, El I saw Infierno. achievements for that. I wasn't <laughs> sure where they were. Yeah, so they're they're really 
really hard. And as someone who's naturally quite terrible at platformers, that sucks. <laughs> mm. But I'm trying really hard because I first of all I want to get the you know, the alternate ending and I'm a I'm a sucker for that stuff. I've spent way too many hours to do that. But also cuz I just I, I want all the steam achievements. Uh-huh. And I'm starting to have a love-hate relationship with achievements as a concept. Really? Why? Well, I like them because you can look at things and be like, ah, oh, okay, I should try that. I should try that. Like, this is a cool alternate way of doing things. On the other hand, like, when there's, like, get all these collectibles that are spread all around and you don't give a shit about or whatever. It's, and it t- make, takes the game from being, like, a 15-hour game to, like, a 50-hour game. By the time I get to that 50 hours and get everything, I hate the game. I'm done. It feels like work. And I've been forcing myself through it to get some stupid achievement that I don't even have points for. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Like, there's... That kind of achievement turns me off of achievements, but uh, I've kind of gotten to the point where I don't care. Like, I, I'm not a completionist. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Like, I watch what people in my office go through trying to get complete on mm-hmm. a game, and I'm like, ah, I got, who's got time for that? Yeah, and I mean, I, I have to admit, it's my fault. I'm the one who looks at the achievements and is like, no, I have to do this. I hate what I'm doing, and I'm not having fun, but I'm doing it because I have to. <laughs> it's it's 100% my problem, but as a result of them existing and me having a problem, I'm starting to just not like achievements so much anymore. I was just looking while you guys were talking about El Infierno uh, at, at what's on sale, because I haven't even looked. I've oh, been so much stuff. out of the country. There's like 10,000 games on sale. Have not been looking. Um, Honey Pop is on sale. <laughs> yeah, it is. Honey Definitely going to get that. Honey bought it. What's Honey Pop? I have it. Honey oh. Pop is a part dating sim, part puzzle game, and uh, part with part RPG with a visual novel style of presentation, abrasive Western writing style, and plenty of plot. Whoa. It's literally in quotes. Plot. Abrasive Western writing style? I think it means abrasive. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, yeah, America, up a cup size. We're cool now. Also, to be fair, like. I think that things like Kato Shoujo, which we're trying very hard to be like in the flowery Japanese style, really annoyed you. So maybe Honey Pop is where you get individual novels. Well, um, apparently maybe that was written in abrasive Western style. I don't know. I don't know. think it was. I think it was trying very hard to emulate like the flowery. Like, I look at, because I, I had to take game capture of it today, so I just got a refresher <laughs> in the dialogue that's like, I see the flittering snowflakes that fall gently to the ground around me. And then I look at more and they're flittering. And it's so much worse. Uh-huh. Well, you know what? So. Speaking of things that are better literature than Catawar okay. Shoju ever will be. Wow. And you called it Shoju again. Whatever. Who cares? It's not alcohol, right? Let it all burn. I want to give a shout <laughs> want to give a shout out to our friends at Audible.com for sponsoring this episode of The Patch. Audible.com is a the leading provider of audiobooks with more than 180,000 downloadable titles. I got it out. Across all types of literature, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals. Audiobooks are great to listen to when you're on a plane, in the car, at home, in bed. Uh, I actually listen to it every day driving back and forth because I live way too far away from uh, Don't tell here. people where you live. It's too far away from here. Don't tell people That's all I'm telling. I'm not going to give them my address. It's just far away from don't here, okay? Uh, for our audience mem- members, Audible is offering a free 30-day trial. Just go to audible.com slash thepatch and browse the over 180,000 audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy to try out their service. There's an extra period there. It's that easy, period. To try out their service, period. Uh, I've actually been listening to uh, a series called Monster Hunter International. Really? Yeah, it's uh, one of those things where it's like, I will, uh, 
invest in sci-fi trilogies just at the drop of a hat. Like I have to have just a little bit of a hook. And uh, Audible's pretty good about having narrators that don't suck. Uh, a bad narr narrator can really ruin a book for you. But I'm just looking at like the points of you doing this ad read and be like, ah, well, got it out was one of them. Yep, like, yep. Yeah, I got it out. And then like, yeah, whatever. They fucked up their ad copy. Let me point that out to everybody. <laughs> I assume that was All us. right, well, they, uh, they don't suck, so. <laughs> I stood, I'm complimenting their narrators. They have good narrators. You could have said that. Instead of the ones Look, that don't suck. I'm, I'm, you know, I was getting there. You interrupted. I'm sorry. I'm, okay, I'm, go. I'm, yeah, I'm, no, you're sorry. You start at the negative and you work to the positive. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ryan, continue. Thanks. So, uh, let's see where you're going with this. Audible has free apps, so you can download and listen on your iPhone, that. Android, Windows Phone, Kindle Fire, plus iPod and over 500 MP3 players. Get a free 30-day trial at audible.com slash thepatch. That's audible.com slash the patch. I want to hear more about what hooks you need for a sci-fi trilogy to be. It doesn't take a lot. Oh, gosh, how, what, how many how words? Are you, are you just like sci-fi trash? I've listened to like the entire, uh, hold on, let me bring up my Audible. I've listened to the entire um, Undying Mercenaries series. Uh, I've, li I've been listening to actually a series that has just now gotten made into um, a show on Sci-Fi Channel, the uh, Expanse series of books by uh, James A. Corey. James S. A. Corey, who's actually two people. <gasps> what? Okay, I just want to point out, you know, that I never shut up about the Takeshi Kovacs books. Yes. Um, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying they're on Audible. Oh, so good. You don't have time to what read. What are they? The, the books I don't shut up about? They're the ones that are super cool. So they're not Earth sci-fi. Actually, they're kind of Earth sci-fi. He comes back to Earth, but it's very... Um, so you don't like it when they go back to Earth. They don't like when like they start ready. on Earth, but if they go back to Earth, okay. it's like... If, if it's just like, you know, we live in the future and we've gone to, like, all these crazy planets, but Earth is still the center of the universe. So you like it when Earth isn't now, special. Yeah, I'm sorry, the Kovac books, are they okay, the... Okay, so... Go ahead. They're, um, it's a sci-fi trilogy, and uh, it's this dude, he's... It's kind of like gumshoe, he's, a, like, ex-special forces, whatever, but um, in this future, your consciousness, like, your essence is a person your memories and your brain and your personality and all that stuff are they're stored in like a little pellet in the yeah. in the base of your skull like in your spine here and so if your body dies they can just pop that into another body and you live again you have just have a different body so people have synthetic bodies that are basically robot bodies but they're still people and they just like you can die a whole bunch and you can as come long back. as your pellet's not destroyed as long as your pellet's not destroyed that's the only permanent death so you're mm. saying extreme sports have become really boring Basically, <laughs> people kill each other for for fun. Gladiatorial combat's totally um, in. Now, what is it called? The uh, so the first one is called Altered Carbon, and then the other ones are Woken Furies and Broken Angels. Why am I thinking of the Dresden Files? Oh, because we also really we love. Do yeah, like you the love Dresden those. Files. Okay, yes. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. We I'll talked about the Dresden Files games, right? Okay. Okay, uh, you, you may have sold me on another series. Those also, by the way, the Dresden Files also on Audible. <laughs> oh, my new uh, mission is to get you to read a YA sci-fi series without you knowing it's a YA sci-fi series. To just start suggesting things to you that are like YA romance, sci-fi romance, and let you get far enough in before you realize that you then finish the series because you're compelled to. If it's, remember what, uh, Ryan, I'm just going to give yeah. you a hint. If it's a teenager who's downtrodden but resolved, don't read for them in the first place. Ah. Well, I did read Divergent. Oh, okay. I've got By one choice? that's better than that. Divergent. Okay. Yeah. By choice? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, because I mean, it, it didn't look terrible to, to okay. start with, and then hey. it really went down into like, oh man, my feelings, like, 
oh, there's all this cool stuff going on, but let's really focus on how I feel for this guy. Here's the thing. Agree with you 100%. I have a better series for you. That's better or worse? No, like an actual better series. Okay, so you're not trying to hurt me. Here. No, I don't want to hurt you. I never want to hurt you. I just want to embarrass you in front of your friends and the internet at large. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> What's the series? Uh, Daughter of Smoke and Bone. So good. Oh, you, you so good. I think and uh, Smoke and Bones. Daughter of Smoke and Is that the one with the bone. chick with the blue hair or something like that? Yeah, Karu. Okay, yeah. yeah, I think you turned so me on to that as well. So good. Anyway, gaming. Yeah, sorry. Uh, actually, they should make a game out of it. All right, we're back on topic now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let me um, get his name right. I think it was Brian Greer. Asked a really good question uh, for an end of the year podcast. What are you looking forward to in 2016? Shit, man, lots of stuff. I know. Detroit. Um, so I don't know, is is Mass Effect Andromeda coming out in next year? Mass Effect? Oh, I'm going to assume up. that it's not, or we would know by now. Sorry. I Dave. believe, wait, I believe. Oh, oh, so what was his name? Grim Breyer is his Twitter name. I was not even close. You were. I will Dave say that it is Grimbriar. coming out because I saw, and here's how I know, uh, a thumbnail, uh, Greg, Game Over Greggy's um, girlfriend, wife. Uh, girlfriend, I believe. Girlfriend. Chris, Christine? Yes. Oh, I thought her name she, was wife. No, <laughs> wife? Uh, she did a video. She put, posted the thumbnail like on her YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Things she was looking forward to in 2016, and Mass Effect Andromeda was like part of the thumbnail. Okay. So possibly. Yeah. Well, let's let's be hopeful anyway. So uh, that um, I think Mass Uncharted is going to be pretty sick. Yeah, Q4. Okay. 2016. So we'll see. On the, the bubble, it'll that fall the, off. Yeah. The, considering that Bioware has showed off concept art and like their dreams for the game for the last like three E3s, mm-hmm. I'm not going to keep my hopes up. If we haven't seen a cinematic trailer, never mind actual gameplay yet, I don't feel like it's going to make 2016. How but you, I could be wrong. Maybe they're just waiting until it's fully baked to show it off. Have you seen the trailer for the new homeworld? Shit, yeah, I have. The well, they, they renamed it. So it's not actually new, new. That was Shipbreakers. It's just now being called something different. It's jar whatever. Well, there's, there's homeworld deserts of Kazakh. There we go. That used to be shipbreakers. <laughs> that used to be shipbreakers. Yes. So it's not in space anymore. No, it's not. It's an RTS, but it's How also do you not feel on about Earth. That? It's not Earth, bro. It's not Earth, it's not Earth. but come on, it's also, it's not Homeworld. Really. It is very cool that it's digging into uh, the story that happens before Homeworld. It's how they found the tablet and what happened then. Mm-hmm. So that's actually super cool. Do you think that's going to change your enjoyment of the game though? Because it's no longer going to be a. Well, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see how they. Uh, make use of three-dimensional space or if they do at all if it's going to be a traditional top-down 2d yeah i mean i'm kind of i'm interested to see i mean it's being made by the original homeworld developers i mean they're now a different studio but they all came together to form the new one and then they were making Shipbreakers, and then they got the official homeworld license from gearbox so it's been through like it's got a, a very interesting development story at the very least and um, i like the concept i like that it's digging into that sort of pre journey story and lore but whether i enjoy the game remains to be seen because it is a very different game mm-hmm. from the homeworld games oh uh, well you know whenever they try and reboot a series it seems like the, the go-to thing is to do a prequel right yeah well because it depends if, if you've got a nice conclusion and the world is saved also if you have multiple endings homeworld doesn't but if you do have multiple endings it's really difficult to do anything after that trilogy mm-hmm. uh i'm very curious to see what it is exactly that Andromeda does, for example. But prequels are easier because they tend to be set. Mm-hmm. So if you don't do branching narratives and multiple endings with that prequel, you should be fine. Well, you as long as you to, don't retcon You just have to drive much. from point A to point B. As long as you don't retcon too much, which Homeworld didn't start. I mean, it had a fair amount of lore, but it really wasn't lore-driven. Mm-hmm. So they could do a lot of things and really not have an issue there. 
also they basically completely wrote off homeworld cataclysm i don't know if that's even still considered canon yeah well that was the one where you could move the home base around right that was the one where you start it's like the it's the story of the little mining ship that could right where you start off as a as a mining vessel and then all these other vessels start getting infected with this virus and whenever one of your ships is killed it's infected and turns against you which sucks and you go from this little mining ship and you build all these additional modules and then you become like the savior of the universe. So it's homeworld zombies. It's homeworld zombies, yeah. yeah. They're, they're zombie ships. It's like what, that's sort of how it all works. It's actually great. I really enjoyed the gameplay, but the story is kind of wonky. <clears throat> No way, zombie ships is cool. No, zombie ships super cool. It's just wonky. Wow. <laughs> you made like a shitty smug face, too. <laughs> Fine, what are you looking forward to in 2016? Uh, let me just Google my uh -huh. yeah, you got nothing for eternity. You got nothing. You shut your fucking... I didn't mean for that to sound as angry as it did. I just stopped myself. All right. I said my answer when you said... When, immediately when you said 2016, I said Detroit. And then I'm making sure that it's actually coming out in 2016. Uh. Let's see, we've also... Very exciting. games coming out. Let's see, we've got The Division. We've got... It's a big one. Well, for me. Detroit, Become Human. About. Please tell. There is XCOM a... 2. Mm -hmm. Really excited about XCOM oh, 2. I wanted you so badly to go to that press event. Ah, uh, no, me too. To. Mm. I couldn't do it. Um, it does not have a release date. So uh, probably not 2016. It might be. Uh, yeah, XCOM 2 I'm really looking forward to. Obviously, I'm really looking forward to... It's going to be a real interesting Q1 because... Uh, the Vive. Yeah, and there's a lot Oculus. of VR stuff coming out this yeah, year. Yeah, April is going to be pretty huge. Actually, there was a lot of, well, I guess we'll find out in a couple weeks, um, or maybe a week. Uh, Vive delayed its launch to April because right. of some Something. new amazing technology that they're going to preview at CES. Right. So, first week of January, well, it's the 7th, right? So Maybe oh, Bernie's going to be at CES. Like, yeah. I'm, we're not planning on going, but um, Bernie's going to be there. He's got panels or he's doing something. Maybe we can send him to check it out. Yeah, see, he needs to go see. see what they're We should is. send Bernie. Also, I'll be there. Oh. Or maybe we'll <laughs> yeah. look at it. But we should send Bernie, because I'll just be drinking and like, <laughs> slot machining. Also, someone pointed out that I'm wearing a dare shirt, but I was like drinking like, a <laughs> martini glass, and that was funny. Yeah, right. now I'll just be there for like a day or two. There's a lot okay, of cool. So yeah, I'm by all means like check it out, report back. I'm yeah. very interested. There's um, also with Oculus. I'm hoping this is something they'll show at CES. Is they announced their um, they announced a launch title for it. Let me see what that was. It was a really interesting looking. Where did I see that? Might have been on. Hang on. Um, really interesting looking. It's like a spiritual successor sort of title for. Gosh. Homer Lucky's been all over Twitter lately, too. So I think they're really trying dude, to drum dude, up a lot of that attention. That dude talks a lot. He does. Um, yeah, he, he specifically was talking on, on the vein of what you're looking for, that they put a lot of... He's been very vocal about how, without the kind of support that they're starting Lucky, to put behind it. Here we go. It's called Lucky's Tale. There so you it's, go. Um, it's like a Mario 64-type game for VR, and it's going to be a, um, it's gonna come. It's going to come with Oculus Rift. The, the software de development side of this is going to be what really drives it from here. So the hardware's got there, we hope. I mean, it's going to be at least usable, which uh, I've played with the Vive, and it's it's really at a point where I'm, I'm, I'm happy with it as a device. Uh, but if the software side of it can't come up with something to make it worth it, uh, then it's just going to go back into the dark. That's the story with any gimmick, though. Mm -hmm. Honestly, that was one of the things when the, when the uh, Nintendo DS first came out. 
Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, this is cool. This is never going to stick. Oh. But then it was awesome. Mario Kart 7 or whatever came out for whatever Mario Kart came out with DS was like, I was sold. That was, Mario Kart 7, was, was that 3D? That was 3DS, right? No, well, then it was like, whatever Mario Kart came out with, maybe it was called Mario Kart DS or whatever. It was like with the original, because I remember getting the original clunky the, DS. Like the, the, the fucking huge silver one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I remember. I had one of those. In fact, I recently went back through a box of electronics and I've got my... I've got my original DS. I've got my pretty white DS Lite. I've got, I think, indeed I think called I Mario Kart DSi. DS. Okay, yeah. Uh, it's yeah. gonna be. But well, initially, I was like, this like that's never gonna stick, and it totally did because it comes down to what you do with the gimmick. Yeah, and it's gonna be no, the same it's true. for VR. Well, here's the problem with the, their, this gimmick. Uh, the price is gonna be pretty high, is what it's yeah. like. Which for uh, everything. For everything, yeah. I mean, and Oculus is is in a position where they can sort of sell it at cost or at a loss because of their Facebook involvement. I'm a little bit more worried about the Vive because it's going to have to survive just on its self. I maintain that the Vive sounds like a vibrator, and they should have picked a better name. Maybe they will. Maybe when it launches, it'll be like the something else, please. The lady pleaser. Somebody were yeah. you know, Somebody were like, "Yeah, I had my Vive out last night. That yeah. sounds like a lady." Oh, I was vibing so hard. Okay, now you're taking it too. It's vibing all over my face. No, no. Why would you vibe on your face? Because that's where it goes. We have it to goes have a, in your eyes. We have to have a very long, exciting talk. The eyes are later. the best place for a Vive. Uh. There's been a lot of speculation too that there. Did you see the leaked videos from like the? It was a, a show in Tokyo, I think, where it was a vibe with what appeared to be a front-facing camera of some kind that was actually doing hand tracking. So that could be what they were talking about. Okay. There's also uh, some people have dug up some information that said it might be that they've got a, a wireless solution because uh, from what they said, it's game changing. It's like we're going to delay the wireless doesn't sound game changing. Wireless sounds really great. It sounds like a Gen 2 thing. It sounds really awesome. It sounds like a great development. It does not sound like, oh, my God, this is going to change the world. No, it's for that technology is is going to be up there because that dragging around the cable, uh, especially in more real. I'm sorry, I keep making a move. I I make them move the cameras (laughs) more than anybody else. It's because I just can't sit still. Right. Change your posture. Do your job. Um. Hold on, do that some I've, more. Having, <laughs> There's an animated gift for the internet. Having drugged the uh, the cable for the Vive around in a realistic space, like my office at home has got two computers in it and like mm-hmm. a treadmill in the corner. So when I'm doing the room scale thing, it's got the dog crates in there. So it's like it looks like crazy mm-hmm. bumpy. Uh, and trying to navigate that space with a cable that's also dragging to a computer is not good. That's sure. not a good. It's not ideal solution for that technology. I will say that I do think cordless is a big deal because then you get into um, like the HoloLens type thing where, yeah, now you can go and do whatever you want. Go into your living room. Go into your kitchen. Well, except you can't see. Well, but through HoloLens you can. HoloLens you can. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, Vive you can. But I'm just saying that's like a step toward that direction of Mm -hmm. freedom away from a space. You know, I will be interested if something like um, if the the VR helmets, because the thing about Oculus is that it doesn't, it is augmented, it doesn't obscure your vision. But isn't it also possible for the, like, Oculus and Vive helmets theoretically to take a tiny little camera right here and actually show you what's in front of you so that you don't fall over shit? There was a lot of speculation that the, on the, uh, the first development kit for the Vive, there are two little cutouts on the front, two little holes, uh, that it was speculated might be where a camera would go. And that is actually where one of the, the leaked image of the Vive, the new version of the DK, the DK2 for Vive, actually does have a lens on the front. 
Hmm. What? Is it this? No, sorry. I'm just thinking. I was, I was just like, oh, it is a female. It's just got two little holes. <laughs> <laughs> well, now it has one, okay? She's been vibing. They took it down to one. And so it, it does male. have an actual lens. So, no. yes, they could project what you're looking at. But with a single lens, you wouldn't be projecting stereoscopic video more than likely. Mm -hmm. So, all your a depth shame. perception would a just travesty. go away. Okay. Right? A travesty. So, I'm, I'm fine with it because I'm not getting it for augmented reality. Uh -huh. Honestly, at CES, actually, um, the wearable tech is always the coolest thing in my idea to see at CES. Obviously, VR, I don't I don't really consider VR wearable tech. It is wearable tech. But I think of things like fitness trackers or, like, dresses that change color or mm -hmm. bracelets that do all sorts of cool other things that change your car oil. I love that stuff at mm -hmm. CES. Well, did you see what was back from the dead? No. Google Glass. Oh. oh okay, back. Glass. I, I figured, I, it seemed to me like it was just being taken in for more incubation. Well, it was never out. Right? It was. They stopped. They 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 stopped creating any more prototypes. Yeah. Which is, I mean, it's not like the same as canceling it, but they did, to some degree, take it off the market. Was it? Did it ever make it to market? I thought it was well, like. Well, it was. I mean, like if like, were... if, like Jack could buy one. Yeah. It, well, I mean, it was could... never public public, but it was public in the same way that the Oculus Rift. Like anyone could buy one of the dev kits. That's what well, I was thinking comparable to. Yeah. But it was you had to be invited. Like you had to be invited, and then other people. They're called like explorers or something. But mm -hmm. then explorers can invite other explorers. But the thing was, the, the thing that I thought was so weird, or very smart, I guess, in their eyes, is that you could be invited by Google to then purchase their really fucking expensive product. That was the same way that. Uh, Oh gosh, what was it? Was it Amazon was it Echo? Amazon Echo? Mm -hmm. Yeah, where you could request an invitation. It's like fuck you. Hey, I, mind I you, this, by the way. Oh, you weren't cool we, enough. We have. I wasn't cool enough until after Echo. Christmas. Love it. <coughs> yeah? It's it's super awesome. Have you ever asked it's it great. what's wrong with you? No. Yeah, you can, can be you? like Alexa, what's wrong with you? And she'll be like, as far as I can tell, I'm running perfectly normal right now. Like she gets worried about it. We do ask her a whole bunch of stuff. She does. Do, does she ever pop fun. off during like the middle of a TV show? Because she's done it for us a couple times, and I've been like, Alexa, shut your fucking. Mouth. <laughs> yeah, we just be like, bitch, we're not talking to you. Yeah. The nice thing is, if you don't say anything, Alexa's like, oh shit, I fucked up, and then she just goes silent. <laughs> like she's immediately like, she's never like, I'm sorry, can you repeat that? She's like, sorry. Oh, yeah. The, the recognition on it is really great. Really? But I did think it was like bullshit. That's like you can request an invitation, and then we'll see. It's like. So really what you're saying is it's a closed beta and you can apply for the closed beta. Or a lot of companies But, but do you that. have to then pay for it. But a lot of companies, I think it's weird to be like, request an invitation, are you like high profile enough for us to invite you? And then yes, give us money, which is very strange. But also like a lot of companies do that to make themselves seem more exclusive. Like Ipsy is like a makeup bag that comes once a month, like a monthly box for makeup. And you had to request an invitation to join, to like become a subscriber to Ipsy, which I always thought was very like, nah, fuck off. Yeah. Mm. Nah. Nah. Not a nah. Nah. Yeah, I don't know why Echo did that. I mean, it wasn't that big of a product. I mean, but... I get it. It's a, like a limited release, but it's okay to sell out. Yeah. It's okay to be out of stock about yeah. things at first. It's not like that anymore, is it? No. Exactly. No. Yeah, uh, not I mean, as, not as far as I know. Like I said, yeah. we, we got one, so we stopped paying attention. Yeah. But I think <clears> you can just buy one now. Yeah. I and again, so it's, it's, it's great, but it's basically, it's got better voice recognition than anything I've seen before. Still occasionally gets it wrong. Don't ask it about any kind of obscure music, but she has great music playlists. I uh, well, and it's really cool that you can playlist. order. You can um, like just have it order your stuff. Be like, you know, Alexa, order me paper towels, and she'll be like, uh, you last ordered these paper towels. Do you want those again? And you go, yeah. And she goes, 
All right, they're ordered. They're on their way. I do feel like so cool. Amazon stepped on its own toes, though. The buttons concept was super cool to me, and I guess it's a good like entry level if you're not into getting an Echo, like being able to put a laundry detergent button in my laundry room and then just poke it whenever I need more laundry detergent is pretty friggin' awesome. But is that gone now? No, it's still there. It's just that <coughs> it you don't need like it if, if you have, have Alexa. Echo. Yeah, you don't need it. I'm a little bummed because I like the idea of having buttons around my house. See, I, I don't want to put buttons on all my stuff and be ah. like, and be like, oh, that, but hmm. it's easier for me to just talk to stuff. We are now the biggest assholes ever. Oh, we're huge assholes. <laughs> Remember when we talked about video games? I talking to my Android because then it doesn't let me push a button. <laughs> yes. Um, what have you been playing, Ryan? Yeah, Ryan, what are you excited about in 2016? Uh, well, otherwise, I said XCOM 2. Uh... uh been Crackdown playing, 3? Cra- nah, you know, I never played Crackdown 1 or 2. That's I, I have all these weird gaps where I need to circle back around and, and play things. I am curious to see the division. I would say um, it's like the thing I'm looking forward to the most. I think it looks cool. I'm looking forward to Deus Ex Mankind. Divided? Yeah. Deus Ex something you. something. You're judging the, the me about that? for Deus Ex titles are always that? a little bit weird. Yeah. I but. was really late to the game with the last Deus Ex title, uh, Human Revolution. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I got it like a year or two after it came out, and I really enjoyed it. Like, I'd, mm-hmm. I'd heard of the Deus Ex series for a long time. One and two were such big hits, but I just never played them. Right, I mean, they were iconic. They yeah. Were, they were genre-defining. They were big enough that I went back and I was like, oh, maybe I'll try it out. And then I got I hit that graphics hurdle again where it's like, ooh, yeah, we used to do this, but we don't anymore. Yeah, it's um, one of the reasons that I don't mind remakes of older games is mm-hmm. it's like you can finally play that game and experience it there's definitely With a threshold current, where it's current, like current uh, graphics expectations. Yeah, or I mean, just a minimum. That's what. As I was looking through the Star Wars catalog, it's like, ooh, Dark Forces, mm, Jedi Knight, mm, Jedi Knight too. All right, I can it's probably do that. There. Yeah, it's, 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 that looks like a human, sorta. Most, uh, you know, it's more than just four polygons for a head. Uh, yeah, I could, I could maybe whip a lightsaber through that. No, <laughs> you're so discerning. You're yeah, like, well, you know, yeah. thing. I have such great memories of it. And then when you look at your memory and you're like, oh, I was, man, well, that was the best I could do. you expect it then. Like, you just, you accepted it then because you had an imagination and now it's been stripped from you by the games industry. Absolutely. It, I hate ma- imagining them. Yeah. I do, I do feel a little bit bad for older games that I would love to go back and replay, but I don't dare because I don't want them ruined. So oh, one of my favorite games is um, The Longest Journey. It's a, it's an older point-and-click adventure game where you start it was one of my favorites one because the main character is a girl her name's april she's like a she's an art student and she you know theoretically like nothing special in particular but it turns out she has the ability to uh swap between worlds like she grew up in this sort of like tech focused future world whatever but she can also swap into a magic world that has like dragons and shit and cool stuff and so she can go back and forth between the two. And so you go through this whole game, and it's a beautiful point-and-click adventure, great music, great graphics. Problem is, it's like 640 by 480. Ooh. And it, like, it can't be upscaled. There are no mods. There's nothing like that. The graphics are just created, and the textures are just that small. They're created for that resolution. I cannot go back and play it because I will look at it and go, this looks crap. Uh, and then your but memories. it's one of my best gaming memories, and I don't want it tarnished. Hmm. 
Can I say before we leave? Because I know we're getting kind of close to time. No, we're fine. This got look at all look at all the time. <laughs> look at all the sand. Yeah, so much time. <laughs> um, and in the booth, it help if you could pull up uh, this picture. So this just this last week. Um, images of the Michael Fassbender Assassin's Creed came out. We got oh, our first yeah. look Saw those. at Michael Fassbender's Assass in the Assassin's Creed movie. Actually, looks fucking awesome. I'm 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 kind of whelmed by it. Like, oh, I'm not, interesting. I'm not overwhelmed. I'm not. I'm not looking at it saying this looks fantastic. I'm not underwhelmed saying this looks utter crap. You know, I don't think it's the Resident Evil movies, for example. Yeah. Which also are apparently killing people. Oh, almost. Wait, what? Um, the no, woman. someone died. She, did she die? No, no, oh. she didn't oh, die. She's, okay. she's just getting amputated. I know. But there was someone sad. else who died because the car fell on them and crushed them or something oh, like that. Oh, horrible. Uh, so, yeah, that movie's killing people. Um, but this doesn't look utter crap, which is great. I mean, it's Michael Fassbender, so I have, like, a you know, level of confidence. I like to think that he wouldn't take a movie that's total, total utter crap. But you never know. Some people just need a paycheck. Yeah. But it looks fine. It doesn't look particularly amazing. I thought it looked, I thought the costuming looked really good. He was hanging out with a female assassin, which I thought was cool. Mm -hmm. um, I thought he looked good. I didn't know how he would fit. Like, I, obviously, like, yes, he's an amazing actor mm -hmm. and I really enjoy him and his looks. Um, <laughs> <but> <laughs> and I saw his penis for a story we did once. Um, what? Uh, he, he did a movie where he's like a sex addict, and uh, there went Gavin. We he just fled the room. And uh, Gavin's also seen Michael Fassbender. Oh no! Good job. That idiot. was all you got. Yeah. That's all you you should feel that bad. He like looked disappointed at himself, and you should. It's be. gone. I was gonna throw. It Find back. something else to throw. Um. Anyway, oh. I thought he looked really good. It felt like he blended in the costume. It didn't look like I'm Michael Fassbender. It looked like I'm it's a character true. in this movie. I, I will say that I didn't look at it and go, "Oh, look, it's it's." The Assassin show starring Michael Fassbender. Right. He definitely looked different than I've seen him in, you know, X-Men or in that one where he was the thing that we don't talk about that was the prequel to those movies that we do like. The Aliens movies. Oh. oh. Yes. Prometheus. Um, Which also gets a sequel. Uh, tragic, isn't it? Did they uh, put a prosthetic on him or something? Because his face looks different. He was beardy. You think it's just a beard? Yeah, he was beardy. He was beardy, and um, he looked, you know, he looked scruffier. Yeah, I think he has sure. facial tattoos. It hasn't he, popped up. There really yeah, like, like some blue tattoos here, something like that. So I guess the, there movies, it is. Oh, there it is. the movie's supposed yeah. to take place in Spain. She's also um, looking fine. As a contemporary of, of Ezio. So it takes place okay. at the same time as the Assassin's Creed II trilogy, but Spain. But, so, so close, but not. But I do like that they're any... not going with canon. Or yeah. you know, they're not intruding on the main storyline. But so then, do we not? Is somebody synced to him, or is it just the no assassin? Like, no do idea. we have any? There, there is a. Um, there's another shot that was released. Um, so they've had. There's a couple now. Um, there were a couple released after the one that we just showed. Um, one shows him like in battle, and another one shows him um, wearing all white or something. There we go. So here's the other one. Yeah. Um, from from Empire. There's the one in battle, and there was another one of him sitting in a cell, like. I don't know if he was being interrogated, if he was talking to someone, maybe it was a confession, whatever. He's just wearing, like, pants and a shirt, and the cell's got a whole bunch of drawing on it, and I wasn't sure if that made it, uh, meant that it was a contemporary element, or if but they then it just had, be like, Michael Fassbender. they just had very modernized cells. Would it, be, really... would it be Michael Fassbender? But it, maybe it's Michael Fassbender, like, the descendant, so he's a different person, but also played by Michael ah, Fassbender. I mean, yes, you don't really yes. need the animus angle, though, right? Because 90% no. of the, the adventure of the story is the stuff that didn't happen 
now. Well, yeah. it, it all depends on how you want to tie it into the Assassin's Creed universe because Assassin's Creed diehard fans, um, they do exist. Stop laughing. Oh, so here is yeah. in the cell. So here's what we're showing in the oh, cell. Yeah. That looks to me that looks, that looks very more modern. modern. It looks like someone's been drawing on the walls with markers. So that makes me think it's a modern element. It but his clothes are also a bit weird. It, yeah, he's got, he also kind of looks like maybe he's in like a mental health facility. There's like something the printed on his and... right leg too, so that's modern clothing. Yeah. yeah. So uh, talking to a there has to be that element. Strange. And um, for for the Assassin's Creed diehard fans, that modern element is actually a big deal. But we got to the point in the modern element where it was like, hey, this is a we're a, we're testing out some vacations that people can take by putting this thing on their head. So can you test it out for us? Like it seemed like even. The Assassin's Creed franchise got sick of the modern element. Well, after the after, thing that, that happened that we maybe shouldn't spoil? Um, it's, I mean, it's been spoiled across the internet. But All right, fair enough. It's been a long time. Go for it. Um, spoiler warning. Um, dude dies. Yeah. Modern dude dies. In three. Um, yeah, what's his name? There's been three titles after go. that happened, so it's yeah. pretty okay so, now. So, you know, it, it, it yeah. moved out of that territory and into... Um, you know, random stuff, yeah, which like is also which stuff. also made the diehard Assassin's Creed fans who enjoyed that modern element and that that feeling of that there is a modern story progression throughout the series that sort of went away. Yeah, it did. Now it, it just really feels did. like there's a modern day element just because you kind of have to have one. Right. Even though that story arc isn't going anywhere at this point, at least not that that anyone's been able to see. It's kind of. I mean, it's, it's, some things happened at least in the the newest game. How many games has that taken? It's taken three games for something to happen? Well, things were kind of moving along. Well, I've played four. I didn't really play... Uh, I don't even, did, was there a modern element of Unity at all? I don't think there was. I think mm. they just skipped it completely. So things were happening in four, uh, and then things were happening in Syndicate, and uh, Unity was whatever Unity was. It was a was. fever dream. <laughs> I'm going to guess, <laughs> just judging from those races. pictures. Yeah. The guy in the cell is the modern-day ancestor. Oh, it is, it is a descendant. So, it, so yeah. Michael Fassbender is playing Michael, Michael Fassbender, Fassbender, the assassin, is and Michael, Michael Fassbender, Fassbender, the modern. That makes sense, though, because if it's when you're talking about being in the animus, he's projecting his own mind into that person. Right, so, so he would look like himself. He, yeah, he probably perceives himself as himself. Okay, so let's explain how all of the different assassins look different in the games, Ryan. Look, we don't what? have time for that right now, what? okay? We don't have what? time for that. Get it's, shit on, Ryan. It's the end of the year. we got to wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> we don't gotta wrap up shit. Let's they were just like, him. look, we have Michael Fassbender. Let's use Let's him for as many roles as possible. And I think he's also like producing the movie. <laughs> oh, um, hold on. So, at uh, Bias Knight on Twitter says, in Assassin's Creed 1, didn't they have a cell at the end that had a bunch of writing all over it? Uh, they have shit Same that cell? has writing Assassin's all over Creed it in one, one, yes, constantly. Is like, hey, you wanna come to this bed over here? All right, that's it. All right, now walk okay, back wow, over to the table. Okay, wow. A lot of these people have. Uh, have all kinds of information. Um, at Vader95Z, sweet name, uh, says that Michael Fassbender plays Callum Lynch in the present day. His ancestor in Spain is Aguilar. Also Aguilar. played by him. Aguilar. All right, Aguilar. I look forward to being the assassin Arugula. Are you sure? Maybe he's El Infierno. El Infierno. <laughs> all right, we got to wrap up because I got to go pick up my kids. So, I mean, if you guys want to keep going, that's cool. I guess. Which is just you like have exit stage right. Dad! Things like a little alarm should play when you're like, oh, suddenly uh -oh, office has done. two computers and some dog crates and a treadmill in it. Oh. The dad alarm is going off. <laughs> dad, away to the dad mobile. Enjoy your 30 it's minutes a Toyota. of guacamole tonight. <laughs> I will. Thank you. So is, is kids and kiddos enjoying guacamole? Yeah, Eli actually is pretty good at it. Uh, I have to, most of the heavy platforming, he just goes into his bubble and comes with me. 
Uh, oh. Which is really convenient, as actually, like, in that As game. in, like, falls off an edge and you have to get to a point Or I, where... I just jump up and he just stays down there and becomes a, bu a bubble and then races me to the top. Oh. Yeah, he gets really cocky about the fact that he gets there first. <laughs> and like, you know, you don't have to do any of the jumping, but all right, you're four. You He's also off. four. Yeah, let him have this one victory, Dad. <laughs> I didn't pee in my pants today. You're going to give a shit about that, too? Some of the platforming later on is really tough, though. I'd be very impressed at any four-year-old who could handle any... Who like, can bubble through any, any of that. Yeah. Like, bubbling through it is an accomplishment as far as I'm concerned. Also, he saves a lot of the frustration that I've gone through. I, I am impressed, though. Every day he picks up something new. Like, last night he learned how to do the uh, dodge rolls. Ooh. Yeah. So. so we know a time before he goes into the gym and does, like, all those combos... That that, uh, that I, dude makes you do for the side quest. I didn't know those were there yet. I hadn't seen them, so now I'm gonna have to go find those. Oh yeah, they're a bitch. <laughs> Maybe I won't go find those because then he'll want to do that. Turn control off and then find them. Yeah. Early on, they're great, but later on, they're very very difficult, and they also depend on you being able to see the combo and mm -hmm. do it as you're looking down at the guy and uh -huh. making corrections for what direction you have to face to pull it off. Oh Because sometimes he ends up if you punch him and he goes up in the air and comes down, he might come down on the other side of you, and you have to turn around and do the combo the other direction. All it's right, brutal. something to look forward to. That said, it's important if you're going to 100% the thing, yeah. <laughs> As, uh, which is the only reason I completed it. Thank you all very much for joining us on this match. Yeah, last we'll match of the year. We'll uh, see next year, we'll talk about... 2016. We can talk about more 2016. I think we're going to do our, games next our year. We can talk about our favorites yeah. from 2015. Patch awards. It'll be we are going to have a patch awards, yes. yes. So look, uh, look for the patch awards. We're, we, you know, all the other awards were kind of at the end of the year. We're gonna let all that clear out, and then we'll yeah. do the important patch awards starting next year. Also, you know what we could use is some ridiculous category suggestions. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at you, audience. Game like, that made you cream your panties, Cadawa Shoujo. Dad of the year, Ryan Haywood. Definitely not Ryan Haywood. Well, not <laughs> if I don't leave now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. see you guys. <laughs>
Brothers, Child of Light, Don't Starve Together, uh, Gone Home, Crypt of the Necrodancer, or In the Blind Forest, Contrast, Long Live the Queen, Shovel Knight, This War of Mine, Spooky's House of Jump Scares. Oh, uh, I, uh, I got my seconds. favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Sunset, The Unfinished Swan, Hot Date, Massive Chalice, From Dust, Bastion, Spec Ops, Rocket League, Hotline Miami, Vanishing of Ethan Carter, Papers, Please, oh, Westerado, You Must Build a Boat, Thomas Ooh. Was Alone, The Stanley Parable, Tower of Guns, Undertale, Shantae in the Pirate's Curse, Dust and Elysian Tale, Fez, and our most recent game club, Guacamelee. So we've actually, we've played like 38 games for game club. It's a lot of games. A and lot of good ones. In and considering my selection of the year, I only went with games that game club introduced me to because i felt yeah. like that was the best way to really measure whether or not i okay. love the game and i went with long live the queen that's a <laughs> i love this damn game okay. i played it for weeks afterward i made my mom play it it was a great game i still go back to it all the time that, that was, a, that was that a good on, game that on twitter someone just suggested that we play long live the queen <laughs> for game club yeah well let's do it again yeah that was a, that was a surprisingly difficult game. Yes, mm -hmm. yeah. it was. It's because it was presented as a visual novel, which gives you certain expectations of what a game is or what it would be like. But in fact, it's kind of a strategy game. It is, and it's it's also it's also like a guess until you survive game. I love that. You There's know, we like just, we just like showed some gameplay. Gameplay was indistinguishable it's from a screenshot. A screen. yeah. yeah, it's like you can't tell. There's, there's, there's a cursor moving. Yeah. And someone's just going ape shit. In Learn. This. <laughs> Learn, queen. Yes, queen, yeah. Look, she's getting herb knowledge and battlefield medicine. I remember <laughs> not, neither of those are going to help. What initially sold me on this game was somebody described it as Game of Thrones meets anime or something like that. Like, anime, anime, yeah. I was like, the only word I could fill in for you here is anime. Yeah. I, I was trying I, to, like, I was I, glad you toast. Yeah, I was initially feeling like the, like it was like that crossed with some other specific property, but I'm pretty sure it was just anime. anime. It was great. I thought the game was really, really fun. It definitely took me by surprise how hard it was, mm -hmm. how easy it was to replay it, how into it you immediately got. It looked so overwhelming when you started, and then immediately, once you get the mechanic, you know, I need to do this, I need to do that, and I just really got into it. It was something that I, I felt like I went back to a lot. Yeah, I cheated like a little bitch. Fair enough. <laughs> I was I was like, what are the paths that will, like after I died so many times, I was eventually like, what are the paths that will get me to survival? Mm -hmm. And I, I was like, uh-huh, uh-huh, Jesus, this is complicated. Okay, what, are you serious? That's a thing? And went through it. And then I felt like I got to the end, survived, and I was like, I did it all by myself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I am. Um, I, I remember, clicked the buttons on <laughs> I remember when you were doing that for a game club, and I think someone else had looked. It was a Gus. You were doing like a walkthrough or something. Somebody was doing a walkthrough, and uh, I refused to do it. So when we did the mm. game club episode, I still hadn't beat it. I'd only died because I was so stubborn. And then I went back into the room, uh, the streaming room here, and I finally got an ending. And it was like I was chained to the sea forever. I had to go every year to like re-up my The curse. Kraken, yeah. Right. Yeah, and the Kraken. But I still considered it a win. Yeah. I was still good. Hey, the Kraken didn't eat everybody. Look, yeah. a lot of people like living on the coast. Yeah, and... Yeah, yeah that's, that's looking at it well, on the bright got, side. Yeah, I got attacked by another kingdom who noticed that I was going for the Kraken, but my navy skills were so high that I defeated him and I had an oh. empire. So yeah. you killed millions, but you did stop the yeah, Kraken from coming Yeah, that guy. He attacked me. Yeah, yeah it's fair. Kill or be killed. Yeah. You've, done, you've done some Long Live the Queen cosplay, right? Yes, I did cosplay as Elodie from Long Live the Queen. I did her mil military outfit. 
And I want to do that ball gown so bad. It is so cute. <laughs> Lots of taffeta. And I was surprised, actually, we did a know-it-all episode the week that we did Long Live the Queen in Game Club. And I used Elodie in the um, thumbnail. And so many people were like, fuck you, I thought Long Live the Queen 2 was coming out. Like, I didn't realize how many people saw her as, like, a recognizable figure. I really did. I underestimated the game's popularity, for sure. Yeah, it's a game that we were recommended a lot when we started playing visual novels. Yeah, we went like, through it, we went through was, a visual novel phase. Mm -hmm. Now we're, we've been in a Metroidvania phase for a while, yeah, too. It pulled, yeah, we it need pulled, to go back. I gotta say, it did pull visual novels back a little bit for me, because they were on a downward spiral in my... Yeah, well, Gameplay we experience. Up, up until then, we had done Had a Full Boyfriend, Katawa Shouju, mm -hmm. and maybe then Long Live the Queen. Yeah, I think, I think Long Live the, the Queen yeah. might have been the third one. So, I mean, to be fair, we played those games to hurt <coughs> you, Ryan. So, Shoujo, though, was neat in that it had endings where, like, your roommate, like, threw you off the roof and, like, went, and, like, the guy who lived in the dorm well, with so you. It turned, I was, I had something I was really disappointed about with Katawa Shoujo. Mind you, this was a game that I... And I loved, I actually ended up doing two playthroughs, but I was sad because the one of the like bad endings, and I found this on YouTube, I thought this was like one of the actual bad endings. It's not, it's like a fan thing. The, yeah. the whole like, it throws you off the roof and then it turns you into like a killer robot. Yeah, that's just a fan ending. That would have been the best actual. It fits bad in ending. though. I think that says a lot and about so the game though. That like it's believable mm -hmm. that that could have been an ending. It was plausible. I mean, right. something yeah. would finally have happened. What? <laughs> what? She had sex. She showed us. I had sex. You had sex. Yeah. Who'd you have sex with? Uh, I think it was the girl that was missing a leg. Yeah, the girl. Oh, was the missing, the girl was missing the legs. Yes. That immediately is like Umi or whatever her name do was. Butt was it stuff? Emmy? She <laughs> did go straight for the butt stuff. Really? Yeah. yeah. And then, I'm and then so she's so into her. She was the one I would run with every day. Yeah, no, she, she was, was great. You could have, you could have so done more than run. Yeah. She was great. I, I liked her a lot, but it was interesting that like she went for it because one of her best friends is like a gay dude and was telling her how awesome it was, and afterwards she's like. Let's not do that again. Oh, no! <laughs> the classic reaction. <laughs> yeah. But, like, the, you know, the the more you go down each of the characters, at first you're like, yeah, what's up, kinky, kinky track star? And then you get more into a star, and you're like, that's really sad. Yeah, because yeah, they all have, like, a don't fuck them still sad ending, right? Like, you can end up with one girl, but it's, like, a sad, it's, like, not a good ending. Yeah. Then, then I think the only one that you really end up with after school that you see, like, way later on is Lily. Lily is Lily is the blind girl. Blind. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, but that like it was, I liked it. I thought it was a really cool game about you know people what? with disabilities like living life to the fullest and not letting any of that shit stop them. So, what, what do you think your favorite game of the year was? I'm gonna go with Ori in the Blind Forest. Hmm. Oh, that was mine too. Really? Yeah. Pick yeah. a new one. You had to pick a different one. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that was a good one too. Um, yeah, I, like there are a lot of games in here that I enjoyed, and I'm I'm really grateful actually to Game Club for introducing me to so many awesome games. There were some real stinkers too, but there were by like far and away way more fantastic games that I might never have played without the cylinder of selection. Um, but Or in the Blind Forest is one where the experience sticks with me mostly because if a game can make me cry in the first five to ten minutes. Like, I know that it's got storytelling on lock. Mm -hmm. It's going to make me feel things. Yeah. And then between the art style being beautiful, the platforming being nice and tight, and just the whole thing, it's just such a good experience that yeah, I would yeah. love to, 
if there was a game I could wipe from my memory so I could go back and have that experience again, or in Lent Forest would be on that list. If you can do a platformer right and make the just the, the experience of getting from A to B enjoyable, uh, I think that makes for a really solid game. And this, uh, or in the Blind Forest, really nailed it. And it had the whole, uh, something that is frequently kind of absent from platformers, which is that whole kind of emotional connection, which usually platformers are very stripped down story-wise. But yeah. And the RPG elements of being able to level up, and that always is a hook for me. Yeah, with with one exception, and that is that the um, the the water level where the the water's rising in the tree can go fuck itself. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, I'm normally not a fan of platformers. I think it's my least favorite genre, but uh, that was that was an enjoyable game, and uh, beautiful, like I said, beautiful art style. Yeah, uh, I think uh, I so I like Meg's idea that she, she wanted to pick a game that was introduced to her via game club because otherwise. You know, if, if, if I didn't, if yeah, I didn't selection. use that, I'm just going to pick papers, please. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I think going off using your criteria, I think my favorite game was either Spooky's House of Jump Scares or You Must Build a Boat. Yeah, You Must Build a Boat was really good. You, you Must Build a Boat was interesting because it combined, you know, seemingly two different types of gameplay, like an RPG and uh, and puzzle game in one. Mm -hmm. And I thought it did really well. Uh, and plus the fact I could play it on my phone. Yeah, uh, yep. was uh, was really good, and it was it was cheap. It had the price point right. That's not my primary complaint. Lots of times with game club games that they cost too much. And uh, Spooky's House of Jump Scares. Oh, there it is. There's uh, you must build a boat. And you always win. Yeah, you, you always win. <laughs> you Even always win. when you don't win, it's you win. Yeah. Uh, it's a really positive game. Uh, and then Spooky's House of Jump Scares. I don't know. I just I just liked the beating you down repetition in that game, They're and insane. just like the simple art style and the like the denial of fear for long stretches and then just all of a sudden a stupid little ghost popping out. I'm and, glad and I didn't play that one. I was out. Of, I think scared. I was out for something that week, so I didn't even play it. And I'm glad, because I probably would have fallen for all the stupid Yeah, no, and that's what was great about it. It's so tedious. It's, it's so, so good. Tedious. It's so good. No. It's, it's Look, it's so Gus. It's awesome. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah, Fair it's enough. it's repetitive task. <laughs> it's very tedious. Yeah. <laughs> See, here's the thing, like, I'm also very Gus. I love paperwork. Yeah. I love papers, please. Yeah, I was thinking, I think you'll like it. I yeah. think it's a good game. Maybe try it. Maybe I'll give it a try. You might. Ryan? You're scared. All right, I do have a backup. Okay. Uh, Unfinished Swan. Because uh, off the same criteria, where I that game was not even on my radar at all. And uh, it had just such an interesting twist on kind of a first-person experience where you're having to sort of build the world there at the beginning. It really morphed a lot through the story where later on it was a very different challenge, a very different... It even to the point where it left me kind of wanting to revisit some of the earlier mechanics and have them for longer. Um, just like being able to build the world like that, which it kind of moves away from as you go on in the story. Uh, I, that one, it had kind of a, a neat little story to it. Uh, really, uh, you know, it wasn't a long game. It, if I remember correctly, was maybe a little expensive for the length of it. It was like fifteen bucks, or the, the, is oh, that the game I got the game screwed you didn't on? Get on sale, like we both got it yeah. for like fifteen bucks, and you paid like twenty bucks. I think or so, yeah. yeah. Uh, but Did you I, I like it. Eli? I played some of it with Eli. It's yeah. like a good game if you have kids because it's like a story that's happening at the same time. So the, the other one I played mainly with Eli was uh, Brothers until yeah. it got bad. And then uh, we're like, you yeah. need to go away. Whoa. Now, uh, but time for bed. I think Unfinished Swan, I think, was the only game I played for Game Club on my Vita. Oh, yeah. Because I could touch the screen and direct where I wanted the yeah, that's pretty cool the, the balls or the mm -hmm. color to go, uh, specifically. Yeah. I 
have to say, I know we're not doing honorable mentions, but can I just do it? Just a quick sure, Val- sure. Valiant Hearts. I think we, I, I forgot that we played it for Game Club until you mentioned it. Um, such a good game. It was, it was something that we saw at E3 with the with Walt like laying down on the grave, and I was like, I'm not gonna be able to hear right. it. <laughs> the second I saw the trailer, and yeah, I was like, <gasps> There's a dog. Yeah, I was like, no, I don't want to watch that happen. dog die. Yep, I not, know. I'm not doing this. <laughs> and so it was so great. I thought the game was really great. And actually, I was just talking to Gavin about that game. Um, and how I was thinking about the dog Walt. I'm like, oh, I was thinking about Walt. Come over here. And uh, I wish they would do another one. I hope that they do another. Uh, it was Ubisoft uh, mm-hmm. Montpellier or whatever. Um, so I hope they do. I, I don't know if there's like any news on whether or not they develop another one, but yep, such such a good game. I think mm-hmm. there's definitely room for improvement, but I think it it was a really solid title. Yeah, it was fun. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And they've got their UB Art engine, so hopefully mm-hmm. they can knock out another one. That would be really great. Um, I'm also going to cheat because I did play Ori in the Blind Forest before Game Club. Mm-hmm. So, Undertale. Undertale was a great one. So According to GameFAQs, the best game ever 2015. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wasn't on that episode of Game Club, but I did just finish the game uh, twice. I did my I did a neutral run through and I did a true pacifist run through and I love its mechanics. The graphics, you know, they're very simplistic. It it is what it is. Um but like just like driving through that, being very sure not to kill anyone and figuring out what it is that I have to do for each monster to let it give up was great. Yeah. I, I just like it was just it was so full of charm and it was really funny. Uh, I really liked the boss battles. The different mechanics that you have to get through for each of them were fantastic. Uh, really it, enjoyed the story. I think what we said when we did the game club for that was like it was almost like WarioWare. It's like all the different little yep. mini games that pop up in yep. those encounters. Yeah, it did. It felt very much. It felt very much like WarioWare. That's the impression I took from it too. So mm-hmm. that's my cheaty honorable mention, I Second guess. Pick, that's yeah. the that's the one that um, that really game club introduced me to. Cool. All right. Well, I think we need to. Wrap up. Yeah. yeah. So say very quickly, apparently the Valiant Hearts creators are not working on a new one. They're working on a different game. So, well, well, we look Someday. forward to playing that game. Someday. Let's find out what our first game of 2016 is. Oh. Yeah, we're picking one. Yeah, might as well, right? Shit, I wasn't expecting this. <laughs> expecting Unexpected it. cylinder. I'll pick it. All right, do it, Gus. He wasn't expecting to play more games. Zumbinis, Zumbinis, Zumbinis. Spooky's House of Jump Scares again. <laughs> no. Put it back. Her story. Is her story in there? Yeah, it is. Oh. All right. Uh-oh. First game, 2016. Spooky's House of Jump Scares. Space Funeral? <laughs> Peyton? Space okay. Funeral? Oh, good. I always love when it's someone here, because if it sucks, you're in trouble. Oh, yeah. Well, you, you've just been hey. looking to get out from under since sunset. I have been trying to get out from under. Can we unanimously agree we, worst game we played in 2015? Um, yeah, no. that was... No? Had a full boyfriend. Uh, really? That's Space Funeral. Cat lady? So Space Funeral is an RPG boyfriend? maker yes. game. Peyton. Is that um, what That's Space Funeral? It's an indie game made with um, RPG. Hold on. Okay. I'm looking, I go. feel okay about this. Do you play as a spaghetti and, monster? What's was that Lucy on? from Peanuts? Okay, Wait, so, go back! <laughs> what on, just me... happened? There was a spaghetti monster talking to... Yeah, totally looked like Lucy from Peanuts. I think she even said good grief. What are you? She did say good grief. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, well... So this is what we're playing no, next. We're, we're playing Space Funeral. Um, it's, here's, the, here's the summary. Philip and the Leg Horse set off on a strange and deadly mission to find the legendary city of forms from which all things in the world are derived. 
On their travels, they must overcome ghosts, criminals, hypnosis, lions, draculas, cryptic letters, muscle hedonists, swamp knights, mysterious caves, blood ghouls, grotesque monsters, purple drank, and more in order purple to drank. discover the and secret Rohypno. of space funeral. It's a shortish RPG Maker 2003 game with original graphics in a soundtrack of creaky vintage electronica and obscure Japanese noise rock and lots of blood. <laughs> <laughs> Japanese so, noise rock? <laughs> oh my god, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to this now. Okay. I can't wait Japanese to listen to some Japanese rock. noise rock. Yeah. That's like, what is that shitty movie genre that's like whisper core? Like, what is it? Shush core? Some bullshit. Yeah. All right, um, well, space funeral. If this game's no good, it's your space funeral, Peyton. Ah. <laughs> but it costs too much to shoot him in space. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, Bye. happy new year, everybody. We'll see you in 2016 from our game clubs. And you can do that thing where you fucking throw them and they just spin around you. Like the mm -hmm. guy just like kneels down and literally like two lightsabers just 360 circle them and kill everyone. Yeah. Like I want to see a Jedi fucking do that in the movie. Just <laughs> throw my lightsaber. Even the thing that's like Darth Vader's thing at this point, like in Battlefront, where he throws the lightsaber yeah. and then it comes back. Like yeah. that's never been in a like movie. Like uses a boomerang. Or None of that shit's in the movies.